0: Okay, so basically what until now is that it's possible to destroy evil by studying the Torah about evil. And although uh, the Gemara says that if you say Rachav's name it will cause something negative to happen to you, that's only if you know her. But if you don't know her, it doesn't have any effect on you. So in a similar way, when you study the Torah and you're not You're not attaching yourself to evil. You're not becoming evil. You're just learning about evil. Since you're only learning about it, and you're learning it from Torah, and your attachment isn't to it, your attachment is to, in the language of the Rebbe, Das al Ke'avicha, you're knowing the God of your Father. That's what you're attached to. So then your discussion about evil won't have any negative effect on you. On the contrary, um, you will feel when you're studying Torah, it doesn't matter whether you're studying about the, the sister. Of was Timna, where you're studying about the words "I am Lord your God, to go out of Egypt," because you are, are are studying Torah in a way that you feel Hashem's presence in the Torah. Das ke'avicha. So it doesn't matter what part of Torah you're studying; you feel Hashem's presence in your your Torah study, and therefore it doesn't matter what the subject is. And so, there, so by that manner of studying Torah, it is able to annihilate and destroy evil, and further, language of the Baal Shem, to, to turn away from evil and to transform the evil itself to good. Okay, so now let's go back to this week's Torah portion, where God told Moshe Rabbeinu, come to Paro. And the Zohar says Moshe was afraid to go to Paro. Until God told him to, that he wanted, until God told Moshe, I'll go with you. Why was Moshe afraid? And why did, was he not afraid, i uh, And what does that have to do with us? Let's go, page Lamagimol Esches. We could explain this more deeply. Why does the Zohar say that Moshe feared the evil of Pare? That's because, unlike ordinarily, when we're studying Torah about idolatry or whatever, we're not getting, we're not feeling a connection to it. We're just knowing about it and we're knowing about it as another part of Torah that God is giving us. However, in order to destroy the clip of Pare, there had to be more of an internal connection with Pare, to make, to make the, the, the effect that change in Pare, there had to be a more of a um, down-to-earth relevance of what was going on in Pare's heart and mind, and to change him. It wasn't just by you know, obliterating him from the outside, like with the, let's say with a missile, it was more like a hand to hand combat. Or, or in our own service of Hashem, there's a difference between davening, where you're trying to change your way you look at things and, and to be in touch with godliness, and studying Torah, where you're just beaming Hashem's light upon your soul. So, in order to, the, in this scenario, the reason Moshe was afraid was because the way to deal with this clip at that time was him, by him coming to Pari, g- getting involved where Pari was, and changing him in his space. And therefore, since it was about knowing him, where he was—that's why Moshe was afraid. Well, then, and Hashem agreed to Moshe that indeed he shouldn't go by himself. And Hashem Himself came. <coughs> why is this possible? Didn't we just say before that if you know evil, you connect yourself to evil? So how can Hashem agree that Moshe should go to Paray and know Paray and be involved with Paray? Because for Hashem, this doesn't present a challenge at all. <laughs> As it says in the Torah, who is the one who is coming from Edim, whose clothing is soiled. Hashem says, all my garments are soiled. That means that God is talking about His war with the nations of the world before Mashiach comes. And He says, in the process of this war, I have soiled my garments. Hashem's garments are soiled. That means that, in, in, the, in the analog, what that means is that we're not talking about beaming the light of Hashem to obliterate Klippa, we're talking about more of an involvement in Klippa. Although those matters of Klippa, that God is, so to speak, vesting Himself within to elevate them, although they are, so to speak, now soiling God's garments, so to speak, but get to the point that God says, they have soiled my garments, it's noticeable that Hashem has become involved with Klippa, and to, to the extent that we could say the words, his garments are soiled, however, for Hashem, it doesn't have the same connotation as it does for a human being. He's not affected by this at all. Not only is he not affected, that's how he refines them, by him becoming involved and deeply with what's going on, and causing the change from within, in Pari, and in the world. In a way that he is getting soiled by this. So that's for Hashem. Don't try this at home, folks. Yeah. This is all referring for, for, to for God himself. However, regarding a Jew, including Mary that it's not the way to serve Hashem. Don't bring yourself to a state, a situation of challenge. So not only are we not allowed to bring ourselves to a situation of challenge, we are commanded to ask every day, please, God, don't bring me to a state of challenge. And if a person deliberately brings himself to a state of challenge, just like it says in the Torah, that someone says, I will sin, and then I'll do tshuva later, God does not give him a chance to do tshuva. He, he, he brought himself into the situation where he is his tshuva is motivating his sin. He's saying, I'm going to sin, and then I'll do tshuva later. So the Torah says, Hashem will not give him a chance to do tshuva. So in a similar way, it is true, it says Natanya, that if he really tries hard, he'll be able to do tshuva. However, it, it's much, much harder. If he did it already, yeah. You know how to say that. But it, it, and now that they do it, the Gemara says you won't get a chance to do tshuva, but it, it doesn't mean it's impossible. However, uh, similar thing. If a person says, says, I'm going to go to this place, I know it's a challenging place, but I'm going to enter a place of challenge. So just like if you say, I'm going to do tshuva later, and that's why you sin. She doesn't give you a chance to do teshuva. So to a person says, I'm going to go to this place of challenge and I'm going to win the challenge, then Hashem doesn't give you a chance to win the challenge. You're not allowed to bring yourself to a place of challenge. However, when did you connect himself with God by studying about klipa, by studying about these things? In the Torah, how is he studying Torah? He's studying Torah in a way, as the Torah says, know the God of your Father, that means he's not just saying saying the words, but he said a blessing before he studied Torah, which doesn't just mean he said the blessing, but it means he's conscious of God's presence in the Torah, and he feels Hashem is speaking to him. When he studies Torah, the giver of the Torah, not just he gave the Torah, but in the blessing we emphasize, the one who gives the Torah, so while he's studying the Torah, he knows, he knows that God is there, learning Torah with him. God is reading the chumash with him. God is reading the mission with him. As a famous teaching, of the Bal Shemtiv that Rabbi Yitzchak would often repeat, Rabbi Yitzchak Berditcher had only heard four teachings from Bal Shemtiv. These four teachings became him. One of the teachings he heard from Balshamtav was in the verse, "God is your shadow." said the said the Bal Shemtiv, the chumash, atzilis and mashalamayis. Said just like a shadow does, what a person does. So too, does God do what we do? Your shadow follows you. God is your shadow, he follows you. That's why the Gemara says, anyone who studies, then God studies next to them. God studies opposite them. That means that Hashem reacts to the way, to what you're studying and how you're studying. Hashem responds to you. You're studying Torah in a way that you feel God's talking to you. So then, you, God talks to you more. In other words, so God, God, God is talking to you. The, the Hashem, respo- Hashem is your shadow. That's why the Rebbe said elsewhere how important it is to be happy, because when you're happy, then you bring God's kindness and, and happiness to you, and, and it brings b- such abundance of blessings. Okay, so when you are studying Torah in that manner, you feel Hashem is speaking to you. Nigam and even if if you're in a situation when you are studying Torah about those matters, which um, discuss the lowest of things, how God's light descends to the lowest of places, you're connected above. Why you're connected above? Because you're studying those sections of Torah in a way that you feel and you know the God of your father. You're studying about ugly things. You're studying about Klippah. But how you're studying studying about the lowest of levels, you're studying them in a way that you feel that Hashem is speaking to you. You are in lamata mata, you're in the lowest of the low, and you're connected with the highest of the high. You're connected with the the God of your father. And because you are studying in this manner, that you feel Hashem speaking to you, therefore you're successful in the language of the Rav Marash, beyond all limitations. And this affects you, your study of Torah in this way affects you that the rest of the day, in all your actions you do them for the sake of Hashem, in all your ways you know Hashem. Because you're studying Torah in this way, that God is present in your Torah study, and you're studying Torah about the, about the lowest of things, Hashem is with you in your Torah study, and Hashem is with you in the lowest parts of your life, in all your actions, in all your ways. And so that you are successful in all the things that you're doing, and you know Hashem and all the things that are, you know Hashem in all your ways. and you're victorious in the words of God with an absolute victory, by evoking yourself the attribute of victory and it says about Hashem that the eternal one of Israel will not, does not lie and does not change his mind. That means also uh, regarding God's attribute of victory, that God's victory is absolute. Until we see the fulfillment of the prophecy, as Hashem says, at that time when Mashiach will come, I will transform the nations to call out to God with clear speech and to serve Him with one consent. And Hashem will reign upon the world. And just like God's name is written with Yud-Kevavke, Mashiach comes. God's name will be read with Yud-Kevavke. The meaning of being written in one way, read in another way, means that there's th- things which are are, are hidden uh, from our eyes today. And the way we refer to Hashem, the way we experience Hashem, is not the way He really is. Not the way He is in a higher level. Well, not the way He is without a contraction. And but Mashiach comes, we're going to call out into God's name the same way His name is written, which means we're going to be we're going to experience not just the way Hashem's energy is in, is within creation, how Hashem is the master of the world. We're also going to experience Yud Kevavke. Hashem is infinite and transcendent. Hashem even in this physical world it will shine Yud Kevavke. Not just Yud Kevavke. Yud Kevavke itself has two different. Levels, different. there's the lower level of Yud Kivavke, the higher level of, of Revelation Kivavke. Okay. So Mashiach will come, there'll be a revelation of the higher level of Yud Kivavke. Because of course, it says, Mashiach will come, the glory of Hashem will be revealed, and all flesh will see that the mouth of Hashem is speaking. Meaning, meaning will see in the physical world the Godly energy within creation. And all this will happen speedily in our days. Mamish that we'll, that the, the avod of elevating the sparks will be finished, including polishing the buttons. As is known, in this teaching of, of the Friediker Rebbe that all we need to do to bring Mashiach is to polish the buttons and all of the. And Rebbe said we, that this the previous Rebbe announced later. This has already been done, and all the armies of Hashem stand and they they present themselves before Hashem, the God of hosts, in a way that of of devotion to Hashem, in a way of bittel And that's why they're called the army of Hashem. And the, the word Sivas Hashem also means that they are close to Hashem, and they are devoted to Hashem. And every single one of the soldiers receives from this great and precious treasure house, from God's full, open, holy, and broad hand, in a way that even while we're still in the time of the exile, in Egypt, all the Jewish people have light where they live. And immediately afterwards, all the Jewish people exit the exile with the, with an upright with an upright uh, head to mashiyach sechenu and the trunk begeula mehiri minam speil narday's mamish. So, in short, sure we did on, on today is as follows: we learned that the the study about evil destroys evil, and although Moshe Rabbeinu was afraid, that was only because in that situation it wasn't just about studying about evil; rather, it was about. Wait a minute, second, it was it wasn't just about studying about evil; it was about. Um, it was about being involved with the evil. Not just knowing about evil, but, but being involved with it. And that's why he, he needed Hashem's promise, and Hashem said to him, I'm going to be there with you, you're not going to be there by yourself. But in general, a Jew is not meant to bring, bring himself to be connected and involved with evil. On the contrary, we're commanded to, to ask Hashem, don't bring me to a place of challenge. And uh, and if you bring yourself to a place of challenge, you're not and when you're not... Um, You bring yourself to a place of challenge and Hashem doesn't allow you to be victorious in that challenge because you're not meant to bring yourself to a place of challenge. However, if you study Torah and you feel Hashem is talking to you, in your Torah study, that elevates the lowest things in the world and that doesn't doesn't just elevate things outside of you, but also helps you in your service of Hashem, that whatever you're doing, you feel God's presence in your life and you're able to be successful in the way of without all limitations. To, and to actually cause a revelation of in the whole world, and to be able to stand in front of Hashem and the coming Mashiach to receive from God's God's treasure house. So when I go up to you my teacup, I need to come back and make another. No, because so. the tea is considered a permanent meal. Okay. Even though Shahakel, if it would be I, a water, uh, if it would be, so and also, and also, you. you could. The, another thing is, you could see your room from there. Where you will. You went, right. so you went, went upstairs. upstairs. I went upstairs. The word, Hebrew word, Ozi. My strength. My strength.